0: Hey Devin, how's your summer?
1: Cruel. Just cruel. (laughs) Hello! Welcome to to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor
0: Swift song in
1: alphabetical order.
0: I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Crazier from the Hannah Montana movie. Crazier, crazier.
1: So good. And today, we are discussing one of our faves, Cruel Summer from Lava. (laughs) Before we get into the actual episode, we wanted to chat a little bit about an awesome creator
0: Luli's Handmade Goods. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, she's at Luli's Handmade Goods, and she also has an Etsy that links from her Instagram account. And again, Luli is spelled L U L I mm-hmm. Handmade Goods. Yeah. She makes handmade candles that are inspired by Taylor Swift songs, and then all different resin products. Uh, She has coasters and keychains and ashtrays, and then she has a couple other artists like Halsey and Ariana Grande as well that inspire some of these items.
1: She was so nice to send us a little package with some of the products in it, and we are obsessed with them. So
0: freaking cute. We went with Lover themed coasters. Obviously. Because, because we love Lover. We
1: love Lover. So
0: we have this beautiful like pink, purple, blue, white, cruel summer coaster. And it's sparkly, but it like none of the sparkles like come off. So it's perfect. Just so freaking pretty. So pretty. And then so we, pretty. we have two that have lyrics on them. Our and favorite the, lyrics. Yeah. And our lyrics that we got are, All's well that ends well to end up with you. And we were a fresh page on the desk filling in the blanks as we go oh, and they're so, so beautiful and so sparkly and then we also got these adorable resin heart shooting star keychains and they're so <laughs> cute and i can't wait to use and them. And those
1: were a surprise we weren't expecting yeah, we, those to we, come we,
0: i hadn't seen these on the instagram yet they're
1: so cute they're so
0: cute even where the keychain attaches to the sparkly heart is shaped like a heart oh i love it I love anything sparkly and pretty, obviously. Obviously. Some of you know, and some of you don't. Devin and I are really big candle people. Love candles. We're, like, obsessed with candles. So Obsessed with candles. Devin, you can tell about the candles we got.
1: So we got two candles. We got the delicate candle, mm-hmm. which is for long nights with your hands up in my hair. Ooh. Ooh and it is vanilla and pumpkin spice
0: oh it
1: smells so freaking good and then wreck my plans for when you know that my train could take you home oh Ooh. yes which is mahogany and teakwood which i've never had that scent and it, it smells it amazing smells freaking amazing we're
0: gonna light this tonight
1: so big candle fans we are so happy that lily's handmade goods sent these to us so exciting so incredible we'll be posting the pictures of yeah. everything of course and for this week only after this episode the cruel summer episode there is a promo code for her etsy shop and it is t2z <laughs> yeah that's us and you're gonna get 20% off all wheat so we hope that you uh that you check her out
0: yeah and again the code is T-A-Z, TAYTOZ, to z spelled t-a-y-t-o-c thank you Luli's Handmade Goods we love our stuff and we hope that all of our listeners will check her out and now back to the episode Cruel Summer is the second track on Lover. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019, and this song was co written by Jack Antonoff and Annie Clark, also known as St. Vincent. Who also plays guitar on the track. Who knew? Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. Very cool. cool. Awesome collabs.
1: Always love a Jack Antonoff song.
0: Always.
1: Uh, our boy Jack.
0: Big Jack fans.
1: Big Jack Antonoff yeah. fans here, guys. Big. From New Jersey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cruel Summer
1: <clears throat> has not been played live. And that's cruel. <laughs> that is cruel to us. She didn't play it at the City of Lover concert, which I cannot believe it was not on the set list. I don't get it. I, I think a lot of the fans don't get it. Yeah. There's no music video for it. No. It is a tragedy. It
0: truly is.
1: It is one of the biggest tragedies to come out of the Lover era.
0: Yeah, but also one of the best songs.
1: But seriously, like, one of the best songs.
0: I, I love this song. It,
1: it, it's it, So, it's Devin, good mm.
0: what do you think about Cruel Summer?
1: This song... It's just so good. This might be another episode where we say "so good" quite a bit.
0: I um, have varied my adjectives. Oh, but we'll see what happens. We'll
1: see what happens. It, it will probably sneak out every yeah
0: because <laughs> it's just my inclination. Uh, so good. <laughs>
1: love, love, love. Pretty much every single bit about this song. Mm. I love the fact that it's Jack Antonoff. Every one of his songs that he has helped her with is fire, in my opinion. Yeah. August, we talked about. Big August fan, the two of us. Mm -hmm. And the way that he's able to help with the production, the way that he is able to, like, take Taylor's songs and just mold them into just this next level being Mm -hmm. kind of thing. The way that he knows when to drop the beat, when to build things up, and when, uh, like... It's so amazing and he is literally like the dorkiest person in the entire world and yet he has created some of the craziest wildest grooves yeah, for Taylor. Yeah. Some of like
0: And that's what makes him so likable too. So
1: goofy and so
0: talented.
1: All of those videos and pictures from the Grammys recently just he seems like a total goof.
0: Yeah, Love well and he also said in one of those posts that Taylor was the first person who ever gave him a shot at producing. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know, which is really cool, and he's done so much for her. Yeah,
1: and their friendship just seems so genuine. Yeah, so cute, so freaking cute. So the actual song, called mm. <laughs> yes. Summer," what a bop! Yeah, holy macaroni! Love the vibe, and I love the groove right before the lyrics come in. Mm. The bum 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 bum. <laughs> and then Taylor starts singing and you're like, oh, she's about to tell us something. Mm. She's about to sing a song for us. Mm-hmm. And obviously, but like when she starts singing, I mean, you're just like, I'm ready for the ride. I'm here. <laughs> let's, let's go on. And I mean, she sings the chorus mm-hmm. is so good yeah. it's new the shape of your body is blue the feeling i got it it's so so good and love the lyric hang your head low in the glow of the vending machine mm-hmm. i'm not buying I, I, it's gonna be so hard for me to not sing this whole thing such a great internal rhyme of low and glow hang your head low in the glow of the vent. it gives that mm-hmm. like really that wave kind of aspect of it yeah. and it's a really 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 strong image too uh, seeing him just like uh, up against a vending machine and he's like Ugh, you know like I'm such a bad boy <laughs> you know and then <clears throat> the bridge yes the Bridge, the bridge of all bridges. I nominate this song, everybody, for the best Taylor Swift Bridge of All Time. I think it is. I nominate it and I And she has
0: some freaking fantastic bridges. Oh, yeah.
1: And we talked about the Babe Bridge. We talked about the all-too-well bridge. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about all of the bridges coming up, the out of the woods bridge, we're great gonna talk bridge. about Great Bridge.
0: Cornelia Street Bridge is my the, favorite. The
1: August Bridge. So, so good. good. <laughs> But The Cruel Summer Bridge, uh, it's just every single time I hear it, I Mm -hmm. just scream my face off.
0: It's like, it's just the best.
1: Literally. So good. Top 20 song. One of the best. Absolutely devastating that we haven't been able to see it live. Absolutely devastating that we don't have a music video for it. Yeah. Absolutely devastating because it is... A piece of art. And it like is
0: such a good pop song.
1: Such a bop. Yeah. Oh my god. I, oh, she needs to perform it live sometime. Okay. How about you, Gab? What about you? What
0: you <laughs> so this song is completely totally in my top 20 Taylor songs. What's kind of funny is actually that when we started this and ranked songs about six months ago, much closer to the Lover era, Cruel Summer was no longer in my top 20. But then the further we got away from the Lover era... The more I missed Mm. Cruel Summer Mm. and the more I realized, like, we hadn't gotten enough of it. We hadn't gotten the performance. We hadn't gotten the video we all thought we might. You know, just, like, this song, it's so brilliant and it's just, like, very tragic we never got a music video for it. Like, it would be so good. And I, like, I really think that summer 2020, if COVID hadn't hit... We might have had a Cruel Summer as a single, yeah. and it would have been, like, the song of the summer. Oh, yeah. I really think that, because she was going to go on tour then that summer, so she could have totally released another single oh, video sure. in that time. Oh, sure. Ugh, Yeah. Just, you know, sad. Sad that Loverfest had to get canceled. Sad. I'm sure we will get to see these songs performed live at some point, mm-hmm. but we just don't know when that'll be possible, and it won't be with the same image that we all thought. Yeah. And just, like, the, like... Technicolor rainbow pastel beautifulness of this lover era. Like I'm not ready to let go of that. Yeah. And what cruel summer represented in that way. Right. Like yeah. we
1: we kind of jumped right into the folklore era. Yeah. Which we love. Yeah, of course. But we we just wanted to live with that lover era for a little bit longer. Yeah. Ugh, so. I wanted
0: to wear rainbow tie-dye at all, a the festival. Time. <laughs> still, all the time. I still I do wear rainbow tie-dye all the time. Seriously. <laughs> I think cruel summer is like the definition of a bop. Like, you just see bop and it just says, see cruel summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah, it's, like, such a good song to scream sing to, to dance to, and it's, like, kind of what you said, that wave feeling. It's, like, that up and down feeling of mm-hmm. the beat, like, that you just move to it. It just really mm. works. It makes you, like, just want to sing along. It's so catchy, it's so easy to pick up on, and it just flows mm. like really well. Not to mention that the lyrics and then the story that the song tells is like such a window into Taylor's life at a time when none of us really knew how she was or what was going on in her life, mm. and that's like really cool. And I love like that she explores and shares this idea with us of falling in love during such a tumultuous time in her life. And being so hesitant to trust Joe, you see it in lines like, I'm always waiting for you just to cut to the bone. Mm -hmm. And if I bleed, you'll be the last to know. Mm. And also we say that we'll just screw it up in these trying times. We're not trying. I think they just demonstrate like how she's like hesitant to trust him and like we ultimately see her give into the feelings during the song with exclamation, "I love you!" Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just like so exciting how it all like accumulates, and that we just got this like idea of like what was happening in Taylor's life when she kind of went radio silent. Mm. And then I agree, it's one of the best bridges of all time. I'm drunk in the back of the it's car, all time, right like, like a paper gun. I come from the bar, epic. I could, I could listen to that bridge over and over yeah. and over again. I love it.
1: Yeah, so good.
0: <laughs> so good. Do you relate to Cruel Summer?
1: The most relatable part of this song is mm-hmm. that last summer was indeed a cruel, cruel summer.
0: That is and true. We,
1: we lived through a very cruel summer, having to be indoors all the time, like mm-hmm. not getting lover fest, rough. Mm-hmm. but in terms of the context of the song I do relate to the idea of having like an on and off relationship that is one day like awesome and the next day crappy mm-hmm. and that you're like drunk in the back of the car crying like a baby coming home from the bar oh <laughs> oh it it's interesting because this is another song on lover that is painting a difficult and complicated picture of a relationship mm-hmm. along the lines of Cornelius Street it's kind of coming at it from a scared point of view. Yeah. Which, as you said, Taylor is in this new relationship. She's been hurt a whole bunch before, mm-hmm. and this is something where she's like, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know what this is. I don't know how I'm feeling. And all of these things are emotions are flying out the window. Like, I'm in I'm in the car drunk, and I'm freaking out, mm-hmm. and I see you with your head lo- hanging low, and I don't know what you're thinking, and all these different images of, like, where are we? What are we doing? Yeah. What's up? And and it just provides, like, such a cool image because a cruel summer, like, it's not like the song is called Happy Summer. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, or, like, best summer of my life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was a summer where, like,
1: emotions were just going nuts and she had no idea and that's cruel. Like, you mm. don't know what you're feeling, what you're thinking at any given moment mm. and it's this new relationship and you're like, ah and like again she's just able to encapsulate that so perfectly in a song
0: yeah and
1: this whole album just so good
0: so what about
1: you how do you relate
0: well first i i like i totally agree with all that and also i want to say that the summer of 2020 was cruel for a number of reasons not just having to stay inside and not getting lover fest what do you mean (laughs) you know like the whole pandemic oh yeah yeah yeah, right (laughs) lots of people dying very very cruel summer very just gotta Put that out there. For me, the lyrics that the story of Cruel Summer tell are, like, just so relatable to those, like, mixed feeling, falling in love times, especially when you're an independent person who, like, doesn't necessarily want to give yourself to someone again or doesn't want to be hurt again, yeah. and, like, trying to hold back from that. After mending a heartbreak, it can be super hard to, like, put yourself back out there again, especially when you feel like you're, like, doing okay. Like, why, why do I need to try doing this again, being in a relationship? It's hard to, like, give into that trust again. Yeah. And I like how Taylor takes a situation... That's so specific to her life at that time, but then she writes it in such a way that anyone who's having trouble, like giving into trust in a relationship or having been burned before can relate to it. Absolutely. Like, it's just so cool.
1: And and we've seen that already in a couple of the songs that we've covered about her specific instance yeah. being completely relatable on to everybody.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course, like what she was going through during that cruel summer was, you know, On a lot bigger scale than maybe others were. Because it was right after the Taylor Swift Mm is over party. But yet we still can relate to like what she was feeling during Mm -hmm. that time. I love the line and relate to the line. Said I'm fine but it wasn't true. I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you. Mm -hmm. You know about wanting to be like fully transparent with the person you're starting a relationship with. But like you don't want to show all your cards too early. Or you don't want to show the negative aspects of your personality too early. Which we all have. And there's, like, this kind of early time in a relationship when you're, like, putting your best foot forward and, like, maybe, like, you know, acting fine when it's not. Like, eventually, all those emotions are out on the table and people see them. But there's this phase in the beginning where you're trying to be, like, I'm really fun and normal and I'm mm-hmm. never sad. And, like, right. no one's like that, you know? Yeah. So I find that really relatable, too. Especially, like, the parts with, like, no rules and breakable heaven mm-hmm. and things like that. And then I also think that, like, that lyric means both like not wanting to keep things from joe and wanting to be transparent with him and not show her full self but also how they both had to keep their relationship so private and protected to keep it healthy so i think it like has double meaning there but yeah i just like relate to that like early beginning feeling of being like if i show too much of myself like is this not gonna work Mm -hmm. that kind of thing i love you ain't that the worst thing you ever had
1: yeah she constantly surprises me in re-listens of of songs yeah and you think that you have figured out a song of hers or you think that you have heard everything in the song that you can Mm -hmm. but you re-listen to some of these like a little you know after you haven't heard them in a while and like so many more things pop out for you Mm -hmm. and it's just like this song especially the the music and the production behind it it gives it such this extra like punk kind of vibe of like it completely aids what the lyric is saying mm-hmm. and on lots of listens of taylor's songs like you listen to the lyrics you listen to the melody and everything and so you kind of sometimes forget about the background yeah but all of like those little like interjections of that voice yeah in the i back, love that you know and when she's doing the hang your head low in the glow of the vending machine i'm not trying i but want it, not, I want it. it. Yeah. yeah and it's just like this constant like voice in the back of her head i feel Ooh, like you know like it's just yeah. kind of thing that's constantly saying like what's going on what's yeah. going on what's going on you know i always forget about that little voice yeah i'm like wait a second whoa this is really cool it gives it that extra like layer of it mm-hmm. very very cool
0: yeah and just how like varied the song is mm-hmm. too it's oh it's so it's so good and especially when you haven't listened to it for a few weeks and then like it comes on and you're just like, "Oh my god." Like and I you're forgot. You're like, "Oh, it's
1: this one again." Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. So good. Full summer appreciation fully.
1: Fully here for it. Yes. We'll always be here for it. Yes. And now we get to the segment of
0: gossip. Girl. The song title Cruel Summer references the quote-unquote cruel summer of 2016 when the Taylor Swift is over party occurred on Twitter following the fallout with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. If this is your first episode of Tay to Z and you've never heard about this drama, please go back and listen to our Call It What You Want episode because we cover it there.
1: Yes. (laughs) In depth.
0: In depth. So just go over there because I'm not going to cover that every time it comes up. I'll give elements of it and listen to that one. And then you'll understand why this summer was a Cruel Summer. Indeed. Interestingly enough, Cruel Summer is also the same name As a compilation album that Kanye West's record label, Good Music, released in 2012.
1: Hmm. I thought that was an
0: interesting little coincidence that Hmm. probably isn't a coincidence. Probably not.
1: Nothing she does is coincidence. Yes.
0: The dark time in Taylor's life coincided with the start of her relationship with Joe, which we know from our Cornelia Street episode was filled with trepidation in the beginning because of how hard she was falling Mm -hmm. for him and how fearful she was. Mm. In journal entries that Taylor released with the Lover Deluxe album, she wrote about the summer of 2016, quote, this summer is the apocalypse. Yeah. And about Joe, she wrote, quote, we have been together and no one has found out for three months now. I want it to stay that way because I don't want anything about this to change or become too complicated or intruded upon. Mm. It's sad because like... Though in Cruel Summer, it seems Taylor doesn't want to keep secrets just to keep Joe, it also seems that she worked really hard to keep those secrets, Mm -hmm. which is like in the line, I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate. And like, I think it just must be like so exhausting knowing that keeping things private is what's best for their relationship, Mm. while also having to be constantly guarded in public and not really wanting to have to be that guarded.
1: I mean, yeah, it's a catch-22. You want to be open with them, but your life is completely like—it's news outlets, everything just spotlight on you. Yeah, and so the littlest in, thing. Yeah, and Every so appearance. in order to keep that relationship with him safe, they you have ha- to keep secrets. you have to keep it secret.
0: Yeah, and it's hard. I can't even imagine what starting a relationship would be like at that level of stardom. It's going to yeah. be so so difficult. And
1: I mean, they've been able to do it. I mean, we yeah. barely know anything about the relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which is like even
1: now it's really cool. Five years For, them later. And for their
0: private life. Yeah. yeah. Like we see that kind of like struggle in this song in this and this that whole album. feeling and that angst and the love and it's all mixed together.
1: Yeah. Keep it secret, keep it safe, hashtag Gandalf.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> One analysis that I thought was pretty interesting, um, of the lyric devils roll the dice angels roll their eyes is that it's the classic conundrum of a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other Mm -hmm. and the devil wants taylor to gamble on the new relationship and just go for it and the angel rolls their eyes as they've seen the scenario before and know that taylor will jump in feelings and all Wow, i thought that was like a really interesting take wow
1: was that your take
0: no i I mean like i read about it and then kind of compiled different people's ideas into one idea
1: that's that's cool. I, I'm
0: good at research. Yeah.
1: Yes, you are.
0: Special skills. I just I thought that was so cool and the imagery of that, like devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes. Like it's just so interesting and something that like I would never have thought of. Mm. An audio recording shared with iHeartRadio from the Lover Secret Sessions, which are a series of album listening parties hosted by Taylor, she explained that, quote, this song is one that I wrote about the feeling of a summer romance and how oftentimes a summer romance can be layered with all these feelings of pining away and sometimes even secrecy. It deals with the idea of being in a relationship where there's some element of desperation and pain in it, where you're yearning for something that you don't quite have yet. It's just right there and you just can't reach it. Oh. And I think it's interesting because like that quote automatically makes me think of August, yeah. which is another summer romance mm-hmm. song, but then like connecting it to Taylor's life at that time, something you don't quite have yet, it's right there, you can't reach it. I feel like this song is all about wanting that love and stability and yep. wanting to be at that safer place, but it's filled with the fear because you're, you're not there yet, but you know how you're feeling, yeah. which is kind of how Cornelia Street is too. Yeah. And like what's really cool is that when we get to Lover and like some of the other songs on the album, like she is there. And mm-hmm. that's so cool, the journey of that album. Yeah.
1: Love which her. I love. Paper rings, daylight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's like a really cool journey uh. and I love that she chronicles all of the feelings of it yeah. in the album and then in this song, too. It's it's And then really when we get cool. to
1: Invisible String I from Folklore. Song.
0: Yeah. You know me. I love love songs. Love love. New Year's Day. Ugh. Yeah. In the music video for You Need to Calm Down, during a scene uh, where Adam Lambert tattooed Cruel Summer on Ellen DeGeneres' oh, arm, yeah, right. uh, there, that was an Easter egg that Taylor teased. The Easter eggs during the Lover era were just super fantastic and Amazing. like it, it just was over too soon like yeah all of those tiny little details in the me music video that led to other songs uh-huh. was really awesome the
1: dixie chick picture yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. the chicks the picture
0: chicks, yeah yeah so cool like it said lover somewhere because mm-hmm. we didn't know the name of the album yet mm-hmm. yeah and so he tattoos cruel summer on her arm that's is funny is really and then cool. isn't
1: isn't one of the characters doing archery the archer yeah 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 there's some pretty cool ones in there.
0: Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it was, it was just like epic Easter egg time. And oh yeah. I miss that. Yeah. And I miss like seeing her out publicly, like with press and stuff. Obviously it's a pandemic. I get that.
1: And also like the brand of the Lover album was just so fun. Yeah. Yeah and exciting and crazy and yeah. wild after Reputation like the difference between the two like styles of era like 180 Like yeah,
0: yeah, very swapping different. over yeah. I mean at the
1: end of the Reputation era she you know had New Year's Day and mm-hmm. she was feeling you know like things were good and mm-hmm. then right into the lover era and she's in love and it's her first album mm-hmm. that she owns fully and yeah. it was this baby for her yeah. and, and it does it's still, it still it hurts that We weren't all able to celebrate it longer.
0: Yeah. And even certain things like there was like the Cruel Summer Mural and like a couple of things that point to this song was supposed to be like even bigger than it was. Yeah. Big. I really think so. And I think it would have been too. Yeah. And, and it he got like really positive critical response. Not that I care about critics, because like who cares what they say about Taylor's music? <laughs> like she's got so many fans; it doesn't really cares? ultimately matter. But like they like loved this song. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I understand why she had the man be the single and the yeah. music video of that time, because yeah. it was very important for that to be said. Yeah. Then, and I totally get that. Mm-hmm. You're right, I think cruel summer was gonna be next. yeah, you know, I think that would have been the last one.
0: Yeah, and I think the man music video was awesome. Awesome. you so know good. and that she directed it herself, like the first, so cool. Yeah. I do think we were gonna have one more. <sighs> less.
1: it was it was coming.
0: We never got it. <sighs>
1: it's
0: gonna the live in the music video graveyard along with the getaway car music video yep. that never happened. <laughs> Exile music video we all wanted and never happened.
1: Well, that could still happen.
0: It could still happen. There's a
1: possibility. And
0: she said during the Grammys, I look forward to meeting Justin Vernon. <laughs> One day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
1: so good.
0: So funny.
1: Finally meet Justin Vernon. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so crazy. Like collaborating during this time. So Must insane. have been so insane. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite line in Curl Summer, Devin?
1: Okay, so I had to do the whole line, but the only part of it is the end of it. Oh, That, that okay. is my favorite part. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I, I do, well, of course, the whole bridge, duh. Yeah. Duh. Obviously, uh, of course. But I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate. And my favorite part of the whole song mm-hmm. is when she goes,
0: "Oh, yes." <laughs> every time, it's really good.
1: Like I've said in the Babe episode, the O's in mm-hmm. that bridge, also hashtag one of the best bridges of all time. <laughs> when she does stuff like that, uh-huh. when she has like the oh, yeah, and, and like mm, and oh, yeah. and blank blank space. I go bananas. Yeah. And so when I first heard this song, when we played it the first time, mm-hmm. I think I audibly was like,
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> when, when
1: that happened. And I wonder, I do. I wonder if that's a Jack Antonoff thing. I wonder if he's somebody that has like given her that, like saying, like, like, you know, it'd be really cool here. And oh. Mm. Or or something I don't know
0: maybe I mean I feel like probably he has that input but I think working with Max Martin as
1: well yeah, yeah. I
0: feel like that was probably like a big one of that because that's such a pop music kind of thing
1: yeah so next yeah. time you guys listen to this song if that isn't on your radar like if you just if you, if you just like <laughs> let that part of the bridge move through and you're like okay well the rest of the bridge is really good the bridge is made. 50 bajillion times better <laughs> with those O's.
0: I love those. And they're so fun to sing to. They just, it's so great. fun to
1: sing to. Yeah. Great to choreograph to as Ooh. well. Fun little hits on those yeah, O's. Yeah. It gives it a whole different vibe. Yeah. So huge fan of the bridge, obviously. Huge fan of the O's. What about you? What's? <laughs> what?
0: O's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> O's. Hashtag O's. <laughs> What's your favorite line?
0: i am so already like hinted at it, but I, my favorite line is, I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? It's just like such a fantastic admission of love and like love despite like one's better judgments. Also just like that whole thing where you're like, I'm independent. I don't need to be in love. I'm like fine on my own. And then you're like, oh, I love you despite myself. I mm-hmm. fell in love. And like, it only gets better With the line that follows which is he looks up grinning like a devil which is like we get this like triumphant confirmation Mm -hmm. that her love reacts positively to her admission of love and like feels the same back and it's Mm. like the song is just like this celebration from there It like takes off.
1: Okay, so I totally did not think it was the lyric, he looks up grinning like a devil.
0: He looks so pretty like, pretty a, like devil. a devil. That's a what lot I thought of she thought said. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He looks so pretty like a devil. I yeah. mean, I don't know if devils are pretty. There are probably some pretty devils.
0: Well, I mean, but- it's like that idea of like when she sings about Joe in London Boy Lake, he's got that boyish look that I love in a man. So I'm th- thinking sure. pretty would be yeah. But he he looks up
1: grinning like a devil, definitely makes more sense.
0: Oh, and you could just feel that moment where she's, like, saying, like... I love you, okay? And
1: then he And does. then he like
0: gives this like sheepish, boyish grin uh-huh. and he's so handsome and she's so beautiful. You just see that moment. Like,
1: could that have been the first time that she said I love you to him? And you just see
0: that look. And like, like responds. That's how he responds. It's beautiful. Yeah. And especially like that feeling where it seems like she exclaimed it and like didn't necessarily know where he stood and where he felt in that feeling where you know that then the person feels that way mm-hmm. back. It's like such an amazing moment mm-hmm. And I think that that's like just so cool.
1: Oh, we forgot to talk about blue. About, oh yeah, about the color blue that yeah. that's in this song too. The shape of your body, it's blue, the feeling I've got.
0: Yeah, which is interesting because that's, you know, blue is down Sad, and yeah. Taylor uses the color blue to express her emotions all mm-hmm. the time, especially with Joe Yeah, and these last, last most recent albums. I think it's just that same idea as like that summer was such a down, dark time and she's falling in love, but she's scared to.
1: Yeah. It's interesting though, too, because when she talks about blue with the sky, it's like happy. Like you paint, you paint the sky your own shade of blue. Yeah, and 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 like when we painted your brother's wall blue in paper rings.
0: Yeah, but I think like she's saying, even if it makes you blue, which takes me back. Like blue is still down Mm. there, you know. Mm. And I think we're gonna get to dancing with our hands tied, but like deep blue, and you painted me golden. Yeah, I think blue is a feeling as she gets older, a feeling that's more down. But I don't Mm. know necessarily if it means like fully sad yeah
1: if that makes sense. yeah like uh, melancholy yeah like yeah not not like sad
0: yeah yeah like not like gray clouds right right, right. which is like coney island
1: right Lo- i love when she puts in color into into her music. she
0: loves color like imagery she loves it yeah yeah
1: mm. so gab on a rating one to ten best bridges of all time <laughs> And yes, I came up with this rating. You did. (laughs) On a scale of one to ten, best bridges of all time. What will you give this song?
0: Uh, To no surprise of anybody, I give Cruel Summer a ten. Ten! It's a perfect pop song. It's so fun and yet emotional and varied and great to dance to and great to sing to. But you also can connect with Mm. it. Ten. It, it it's it's just an immaculate song, and it has one of the best bridges of all time. This album was when I just started calling Taylor the Bridge Queen.
1: Yeah, and when you Googled best bridges of all time, didn't Cru- uh, "Cruel Summer" was, pop up? No,
0: that was a meme that someone. Oh, made. that was a meme.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: That's a meme that some Swifty made, but we'll share. Uh, it. It's so funny, though. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's uh, really uh, cute. Yeah. No,
1: I thought that was, like, real.
0: Oh, no, it was a meme. Oh, someone explain memes, Just Devin, please. I know memes. <laughs> I know memes. Uh, What about you? From one to ten, best bridges of all time. What would you give Cruel Summer?
1: Well, since I believe it has the best bridge of all time Mm -hmm, in it, mm -hmm. I have to give it a ten as well. Yes, you do. (laughs) It's crazy, you know, when we've been going through these songs and looking at ratings Mm -hmm. and looking at where different songs end up in my top 20 and whatever, so many of them are from Lover. So many. And I really don't know if that's just because it was like our album and it just holds so much. Emotional like weight for me mm-hmm. I feel like for anybody For any of our listeners Whatever your first album was for Taylor Swift I feel like that holds a very special place In your in your heart and totally. like your, your mind So for me it was really Lover mm-hmm. uh, I mean I had heard 1989 But like to fully get into The depth of Taylor it was mm-hmm. Lover And so I think that the songs on this album Especially the first half yeah. Of the album Up to like Death by a Thousand Cuts Like that first half of it is so... Real for me, and such a strong, mm-hmm. strong emotional response from
0: me. Well, this was also the first Taylor album that you did like really like the Taylor release treatment to, sure. which what I would call is listening at midnight. You know, which we did together.
1: Bought the album,
0: bought the album, and then listened to it. From, like, start to finish multiple times, then in multiple car rides, and then listen to it on shuffle multiple times. And then we ranked
1: it. We had to figure out what our favorite songs from it were. Yeah, so it was
0: the first one that you fully went, like, all in Swifty on.
1: Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So that being said, Cruel Summer on it is one of the best songs on the album, I think. Yeah. And um, I give it a 10. Yeah. Uh, uh, Non-par. Yeah, is that the on-par? On-par with what? Non-par. With what? I don't know.
0: Par is like
1: par none, bar none.
0: Bar none.
1: Oh boy. I'm gonna oh keep that whole boy. thing in there,
0: guys. We're not so good with uh, sayings.
1: euphemisms.
0: Is that a euphemism? Yeah. I thought a euphemism is like something that like means you say something but actually means something else. I think that I'm gonna bar gonna keep none some is, is of just a saying. We're gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> keep some of that in there. On par. <laughs> On par. I mean, like kind of. Yeah. So I mean, if you look at like the songs that we've given double tens to, mm-hmm. it's only been three so far. All too well. Uh-huh. Cornelia Street. Uh-huh and this song. girl summer yeah and so it's interesting that there's two lover songs in there and i think that there are going to be more i think so and i know i mean lover is like such a neat era like no matter what a rainbow fun loving era i was going to connect to and i do wonder if it's like because like our relationship was you know growing and taking off during that time mm-hmm. and we shared it together or that like musically this would just have been my favorite album Yeah, and i'm just curious too about like other Swifties, who I know love these songs too, but I don't think other Swifties love Lover as much as we do. So yeah. I'm very curious about that. Yeah. So with that being said, keep listening along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Do you think this is the best bridge of all time? How many best bridges of all time would you rate this song? Yeah. Are you a lover, Stan?
1: Do you not like Lover? Do you not like
0: this song? Do you not like Cruel Summer? Have you had a cruel summer? Oh. Do you wish we had gotten this music video? <laughs> like yes. us. <laughs> yes. Let us know all of it. And remember to subscribe and follow us wherever you're listening to this right now. As well as if you have a moment, please write us a positive review on Apple Podcasts.
1: Yes. So oh, this was our last C song.
0: Yay! New letter, new letter. New
1: letter. So next letter is D.
0: That's how the alphabet works.
1: Thank you. And we're going to be covering Dancing with our Hands Tied from Reputation. Woo-hoo!
0: Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.